Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Welcome to episode 8 of Paradigm Lovecast. This is Madeline Love and I am here today to share with you the final gene key of the Ring of Union that we've been in since Thursday, August 5th. We've gone through the 7th gene key, the 4th gene key, the 29th gene key, and we're completing at the 59th gene key. All of these gene keys are part of the Ring of Union, um, very symbolic with moving through the Lionsgate portal and Leo season, just this energy of the heart and a lot of unions coming together, a lot of beautiful things occurring within relationships, all kinds of relationships forming and really coming together to be in union, um, ultimately supporting and creating planetary union during such potent times. So today I'm going to be sharing the 59th gene key. This actually began earlier this week on Monday the 23rd, and today is the last day on August 28th, Saturday. The shadow is dishonesty, the gift is intimacy, and the city is transparency doing the genetic laundry. In looking at the 59th shadow, we see the essence of all the problems underpinning the social structures within our world. There is no more topical issue within the entire human genome. The 59th gene key, the 55th gene key, and to the extent the 49th gene key are the places within our DNA where a complete transmutation is currently underway. The timing of this shift and its longer-term implications are discussed more fully in the 55th gene key. One of the biggest insights into the archetypes within our DNA comes from a close understanding of the pairing of shadows, gifts, and cities. We see that humans appear to be programmed in binaries and that every shadow has a partner. Because the 55th gene key is currently triggering a genetic shift in our species, the 59th gene key, its programming partner, is doing the same. Whereas the 55th gene key is triggering individual awakening across our planet, it is the 59th gene key that is truly responsible for triggering planetary mutation at a genetic level. At its base level, the 59th gene key is about sex and reproduction. It represents the drive in human beings to multiply. As such, it is an impersonal force that selects our potential mates for us. The reasons for being drawn to a particular person are complex, but essentially we can be sure that our genes have their survival in mind. Most relationships are therefore not easy by design. There are other reasons why human beings are drawn to each other that are rooted in a more spiritual domain, karmic reasons, for example. However, from a universal point of view, 
Whatever forces draw us together at a cosmic level must operate through our genetics and our biology, so all these different perspectives ultimately come together. Behind the 59th shadow hides a deep distrust of others and a core fear of relationships. This is the shadow that makes the world a lonely place because despite the number of people there are around us, most of the time we rarely communicate with each other in real depth. As we explore the 59th gift in city, we will see what this really means. What is unusual about the 59th shadow is that the fear does not lie in the individual. It is in the aura between us. When you are alone, the fear is not there, but as soon as another person comes into the same room as you, the fear of the 59th shadow is there as a subtle undercurrent. It is even more amazing to consider why this fear exists at all, because it is the foundation of sexual attraction. This may come as a shock to many people, but the truth is that the moment you stop being afraid of someone, you transcend your sexual attraction to them. The fear provides the necessary friction that makes attraction possible. This is why the 59th shadow is the shadow of dishonesty. As long as we keep something of ourselves hidden from the other, there's always something left for them to fear. It doesn't necessarily mean conscious dishonesty, we are genetically dishonest. The extraordinary revelation that comes from the contemplation of the 59th shadow is that our genes actually want us to be dishonest. This means that life itself has been holding humanity back from realizing its higher nature. One needs some time to digest this last sentence. All right, so I'm just going to read it again. <laughs> this means that life itself has been holding humanity back from realizing its higher nature. Life needs human beings to be afraid of each other in order that it can fulfill its genetic potential in this current stage of our evolution. In order to fully grasp the wonderful depth within the 59th shadow, one needs to look at human evolution in a wider perspective. The fear that keeps human beings from realizing their common genetic ancestry has led to the phenomenon of an isolated tribal gene pools all over our planet. If we were not afraid of each other, we would have interbred immediately wherever we migrated. There would be no social, political, or geographical boundaries, no countries, wars, or borders. But, and it's a big but, there would be no genetic differentiation, no art, religion, or cultural color. In short, we would have become a single amorphous mass and probably we would not have survived. Everything in evolution serves its purpose and has its time. One phase gives way to the next. The world we see around us today is a direct product of our genetic fear of each other. With all its beauty and its horror. The time has come for the next shift. With the mutation of the 55th gene key underway... The 59th shadow is being deeply undermined. In many ways, our fear of each other may seem to be on the increase as it is brought to the surface for all to see. Everything about the dishonesty inherent in this 59th shadow must now be brought into the surface. The 59th gene key cuts deeper than race, belief, or creed. It goes deeper even than the individual blood ties of family. It binds humans together as a single interrelated genetic family. 
The world of today, with its differentiated tribes, societies, nations, and boundaries, is at the very beginning of being utterly transformed. This transformation will not come about through social or economic revolution. It will not come about through the love of great charismatic leaders. All of these things may and probably will be keys in the transformation of the world. But the foundation lies here in the 59th shadow. Fear will gradually be bred out of the human beings. Without our fear of each other, the world will change dramatically. The greatest change of all will be in our human sexuality. We are on track to become an androgynous species in which the separate sexual poles will come together within the individual human being. As the 55th shadow demonstrates, we are trapped by our sexuality and by our animal nature. We are trapped by our inability to emotionally handle the collective chemistry engendered by our fear. This fear rules our systems of government and education as well as our relationships and individual lives. The 59th shadow is rooted in our inability to come clean with each other. It is the source of all hidden agendas. At the moment, what we need to understand is that our world is undergoing a genetic transmutation and we are all guinea pigs in the global genetic laboratory. All genetic material is currently being sifted and sorted. Any behavior traits that are rooted in the old ancestral fear will be discarded. They will simply disappear from the human genome. This means that there are now personality types leaving the world, never to return. The old ways are having their last fling in the world, and we can see this in the battle between the collective way of the future and the old tribal ways of the past. This does not mean that all the elements of the past will be lost. It simply means that all elements of behavior rooted in fear or hidden agendas will be fused into a higher functioning of our DNA. One has to be able to read between the world headlines. This is not a time of the good guys fighting the bad guys, as the politicians would have us believe. This is not about gene pools anymore. This is about behavioral integrity. The genetic cleansing that we're currently experiencing on a global level will very likely go on for a number of centuries. It has to work its way out of our DNA through our bloodlines. However, as the human population decreases due to our mutating sexuality and the lessening of global fear, the world will naturally become a quieter and more peaceful place. The so-called judgment day is really taking place within our genes. No individuals are punished or rewarded. There is simply an increase in genetic material with holistic perspective coming into the world, and there's a gradual eradication of genetic material that is self-destructive and isolationist. On reading all this, you may well ask the question, well, what do I do with this information? Is there any point in me trying to apply any of this? And if it is already occurring as an evolutionary quantum leap, this leads us to an interesting paradox. It is our collective behavior influencing our genetic paradigm shift, or is it the genetic change influencing our behavior? The evolutionary or spiritual activists would opt for the former view while the scientists might opt for the latter. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Is our collective behavior influencing our genetic paradigm shift? Or is the genetic change influencing our behavior? 
the evolutionary or spiritual activist would opt for the former view, while the scientist might opt for the latter. As always, both sides of the paradox are true. Each gives rise to its opposite. There is a spiritual force involving down into form that is causing our genes to mutate, and there is a genetic force evolving upwards causing our behavior to become more spiritual. The answer to the question of what to do lies in contemplation of the 59th shadow. Since the world is evolving naturally in a particular direction, your behavior will either flow in that direction or oppose that direction. If you want to hitch a ride on the currents of evolution, you would do well to align your agenda with its program. You must begin to look into your fears and come clean with your hidden agendas. One of the main reasons for the writing of this book is to encourage more of us to look into the eyes of our own inner demons and coax out these ancient fears. It is time to take out the genetic laundry. Wherever you are dishonest, with yourself, in your relationships, or your work, there you must look with eyes open and unflinching. You must begin to work with the higher frequencies of this 59th shadow and unlock its gift. One thing is sure, if you move against evolution at this time, such as this, you will meet an opposing force whose power is incomprehensible. Such a power will ultimately destroy you, as it is destroying all such behavior rooted in selfishness and separation. Okay, so when we repress the shadow of dishonesty, it becomes excluded. The repressed nature of the 59th shadow is about feeling excluded. Feeling excluded is a classic example of the victim state, as it blames others rather than taking responsibility for its own feelings. These people unconsciously exclude themselves out of a deep-seated fear of losing control. When you open your doors to others, then you always lose control. Such people actually manage to draw negative attention through their self-exclusion. Furthermore, when you are excluded, you can maintain your defense mechanisms intact, even though you feel bad. The feeling of being excluded can actually become an addictive state. It gives you the illusion that you're still in control of your own emotional environment. However, the moment you do choose to include yourself, the entire illusion is instantly shattered. And the reactive nature to dishonesty is intrusive. The other side of the 59th shadow is based on anger. The fear of being excluded is not repressed here, but it is expressed reactively as anger, which then becomes intrusive. These people try to push themselves in the door, physically and emotionally, invading another person's aura. When they meet rejection, they become outraged and exclude themselves. It is the same strategy as the repressive nature in that it tries to maintain control of the emotional environment through blaming others. The difference here is that the intrusive nature experiences rejection actively, whereas the repressed nature experiences it passively. Intrusive people can be addicted to unhealthy emotional relationships so long as they find a willing victim to play their game. Such people will try to dominate their relationships in order to avoid rejection, which means they can never stay with anyone who is honest enough to challenge them. And just want to invite 
taking a breath and just allowing the information to settle in the body, this contemplation of the shadow of dishonesty and feeling into how any of this came up for you around this past week, working through this past week and contemplation of yourself or maybe others that you were around, the ways in which the repressive or reactive nature to the shadow of dishonesty has shown up for you this week. So as we begin to integrate the shadow of dishonesty, we unlock the gift of intimacy. Sublimation and the serpent. The transformation of the 59th shadow into the 59th gift of intimacy is the subject of many ancient traditions and prophecies. Since the 59th shadow represents an unbridled fertile power of your animal sexuality, then by raising its frequency, you unlock the transcendental power of sex. For millennia, mankind has sought to resolve its many issues around sexuality. For our religions, in particular, it has proved to be an enduring problem. Everyone knows that when sexuality is repressed, it can become an all-consuming power, ultimately leading to distortions in human behavior that are inherently unhealthy. The pure genetic force of pressure in this 59th gene key causes great personal and social dilemmas for us as humans. When the ancient Chinese I Ching sages named the 59th hexagram dispersion, they knew exactly what this force was capable of. Its only real interest at the shadow frequency is to disperse itself as widely and frequently as possible. The 59th shadow has been playing havoc with human attempts at monogamy for a long time. Indeed, women and men react very differently to the fear inherent in this gene key. The traditional male reaction is to try to escape being trapped by a single woman. This fear of being trapped is the polarity of the 55th shadow. The female reaction is to try to hold on to the male aura because of its promise of protection for offspring. Women intuitively understand the male's urge to disperse his genes widely. At the shadow frequency, a woman reacts by trying to keep the male as close as possible, thereby creating the opposite reaction in the male, that of wanting to escape and be free. Thus goes the age-old battle of the sexes. Hidden within the 59th shadow, however, is a deep evolutionary urge to transcend the lower frequencies and give birth to a higher form. Perhaps the deepest archetypical symbol of sexuality is the figure of the serpent or dragon, and within this alchemical symbol hides the key to the 59th gift. Serpent or dragon energy represents the evolutionary urge to transform oneself, reflected in the serpent's shedding of its own skin. This sexual power in humans has always held the promise of higher states of consciousness, and as we have devised many techniques and systems that attempt to utilize this, these meet with varying and limited success because although the evolutionary urge to transform is there within us, the timing for this mechanism cannot be forced. Nature always flowers in certain individuals early, just as certain flowers in the garden bloom first. 
However, to try to force our sexual flowering before it's ready can be dangerous. It will come in its own time. As the 55th gene key mutates the human solar plexus system, it will allow the higher functioning of your sexuality to emerge. This will be a permanent functioning inherent from birth. To understand how this process is occurring, we must look in more depth at what happens to sexual power as it hits the gift frequency and manifests true intimacy. Intimacy may sound like a soft and cuddly kind of state, but the reality of the 59th gift of intimacy is somewhat different. Intimacy presupposes honesty and acceptance of the shadow state. This means that the fears between the sexes must be acknowledged, understood, and allowed to exist. This allowing then acts like a valve that opens up the full power of sexual force, a shattering power that shakes the very fabric of your being. This is why it frightens us so, because it is such a raw power. What we don't usually realize is that the power of our sexuality, if embraced fully, will open us to a higher state. The sexual power of the 59th gift is highly contradictory. It is both creative and destructive. At the level of the human aura, it destroys any interference patterns that appear to separate people. In other words, it causes your identity or ego to be dissolved. As the core of sexuality across our planet, the 59th gift has a deep underlying non-linear pattern. When modern science first explored chaos theory, it began to understand the 59th gene key. The very nature of sexual energy is wild, organic, and untamable, but it also follows universal patterns even within its chaos. The sexual force is a spiraling force, which is why all living creatures have similar foundational spiral geometries. This force creates what are known as fractal geometries throughout nature. Self-similar systems that are all interlinked, yet at the same time utterly unique. These creative transformational patterns and geometries are also found within human relationships. The power of human intimacy is the power of two human auras interacting to create a third aura, while in the process the two original auras are sublimated. The more differentiated the original auras are, the more potential there is for transcendence. One always needs two opposite poles, and the coming mutation of the human solar plexus system will essentially create a cauldron whenever two such poles meet. Within that cauldron, the auric fields of the two parties are chaotically interfused, and through an alchemical process, a new awareness dawns above the solar plexus center. The actual culmination of this process does not occur in the solar plexus area, but in the heart. In traditional esoteric systems, we tend to view the centers of force within the body as separate and opposed to being a part of a single system. The heart center is in fact the higher glandular functioning of the solar plexus. As this heart opening occurs, 
true intimacy is born and two people meet within a single awareness. It is important, therefore, to grasp the true nature of the process known as sublimation of sexuality. It is a shattering process in which chaos must be experienced before the higher emergence is perceived. Since this process is currently occurring throughout the entire human gene pool, what we see in the world today may be understood as a reflection of this chaotic breaking down of the world aura. Only when it has reached a critical zenith will we be able to see the birth of the third awareness. This will be reflected in the material plane through the birth of a new kind of human being whose single purpose is to house this new awareness. <sighs> Just take a deep breath on that beautiful gift of intimacy settling in the body. Creating an invitation of just tuning into where you feel activated in your body. And as we come fully alive in the gift and fully integrate the shadow, we unlock the city of transparency. The return of Quetzalcoatl. The final phase of the evolutionary impulse latent within the 59th gene key will probably not occur on our planet at a collective level for many thousands of years. Having said that, the nature of time itself will change so radically that the whole notion of things taking a long time will cease to have any real meaning for us. The mutation of the solar plexus essentially equates to the opening of our planetary heart center. And as most of us know, time stands still when you're in love. Beyond this transformation out of the shadow and into the gift lies a further transformation in which genetic mutations will take place within the brain chemistry of the pineal and pituitary glands. This higher process will lead to the dawning of the 59th city, the city of transparency. Transparency, as we understand the world, word today, is not even close to what it means at the Cidic level. Today, when we speak of being transparent, we mean being open and honest in our communication with others. The city of transparency actually involves the dispersion of all aspects of the self back into the sea of creation. In mythical terms, the 59th and 55th gene key represents the force of prime yang and prime yin, respectively. The 59th gift is a seed or semen, and the 55th gift is an egg. When the frequency of this gene key reaches the Siddic level, these kinds of symbols cease to have meaning since they no longer function through duality. The semen of the 59th gene key is spent and the egg is no longer needed. What you have left is a state beyond description and beyond evolution. Transparency is what remains when evolution becomes meaningless. At a genetic level, the 59th city cannot exist within the physical body because it is the driving force behind evolution. The state of transparency carries no agenda or purpose. It simply acts as the conduit for awareness. 
Thus, the only purpose of the 59th gene key is to break down all barriers that stand in the way of union. When this has happened, this aspect of our genetics will no longer be needed. The 59th gene key is the master key in the genetic codon group known as the ring of union. These four gene keys, the 4th, 7th, 29th, and 59th, have long governed human relationship patterns and their dysfunction on our planet. Their ultimate role is to bring the human family into a realization of its state of a higher union. The sequence leading to transparency begins with the process of forgiveness triggered by the fourth gene key. Once you have forgiven yourself, using your relationships as a mirror, you will discover your true aura of virtue the seventh gene key. Once you have found your inner virtue, you begin to pour yourself out into others, recognizing the same divine source in every person you meet. It is this devotion, the 29th gene key, that is the true doorway to transparency. Devotion empties you out, bringing you into a purified higher state of awareness where you no longer relate to people or objects as other Transparency brings everything inside your own being, eliminating the very concept of inside and outside. It is the greatest leveler within the whole sphere of life. In nature, the 59th gift is represented by the golden mean, a universal geometric form underlying all creation. However, if one tries to create a spiral out of the golden mean to represent the city in its entirety, one immediately meets a well-known mathematical impasse because such a figure would have no beginning and no end. This is representative of the 59th city. It cannot appear in nature or be understood by mathematics. It simply does not appear to exist, hence its transparency. You can perhaps see why transparency taken to a collective level entails the disappearance of the form of our universe. When this does eventually occur, as it must, it is difficult to say what form humanity will take, if indeed it takes any form at all. If humanity were to take on some kind of future form, it would certainly no longer be an outgrowth of evolution as we understand the word. Neither would it have the need to reproduce itself, since its being would be eternal. In the times ahead, and even perhaps today, the 59th city is imminent. Beings will come into this world manifesting the full power of this city. Just as mass consciousness will begin manifesting the 59th gift of intimacy as the norm, so a few will begin to manifest this mode most rarefied of vibrations. These will be people who have gone beyond all concepts of agendas. The ultimate agenda is evolution, the idea that there is still some scope for growth. Although the form of our world will continue to evolve, the consciousness out of which it emerges can never and has ever, never evolved. Only awareness can evolve, and it is evolving very quickly through the transformations and mutations coming through this gift and city. However, when awareness has reached its ultimate expression, it becomes a clear mirror for consciousness, and this is what transparency is. It reflects life without any additional comment. It is a state we humans have always dreamed of attaining.
the ability to look upon the world without judgment. There is an ancient Mayan prophecy that speaks of the return of Quetzalcoatl, a being symbolized by the feathered serpent. The ancient calendars have long connected this event to coincide with the year 2012, at which time, according to the Maya, time will cease to exist. Such prophecies are perhaps best not taken literally, but seen as alchemical markers emerging from the collective unconscious. The journey of consciousness through the 59th gene key is symbolized aptly by the figure of Quetzalcoatl. The feathered serpent is the same as the symbol of the dragon. It represents the harmonization of the lower nature, the serpent, with the higher nature, the bird. This is indeed the new epoch we are now entering. Most scientists agree that our genes have a hidden agenda to survive and that no matter what we do, they will find ways to mutate if their ongoing survival is threatened. Genes operate below our conscious awareness. You might even say that God is hidden within our genes, but until we raise our frequency, we cannot experience God. We therefore must learn how to be transparent, both with ourselves and in interaction with others. Our first step is to let our barriers down and look deeply into our fears. Even our deepest genetic fears, such as the fear of losing our loved ones, act as a subtle barrier that keeps us from realizing that our genes are not exclusive but inclusive. Every man and woman is our genetic brother and sister, and no single individual, family, tribe, or nation is an island. We are all one genetic tribe moving through a huge and transformative transformative period in history, the end result of which will be the realization of our unity. Mm. Invitation to just take another deep breath, allowing this city of transparency to settle in the body. Mm. As we come into deeper union within ourselves we're able to offer that to another which is such a gift to offer the world right now as we need as many people as possible coming together in union and anchoring more love onto the planet to collectively realize the illusion of separation Thank you so much for tuning in today and I hope that as you reflect over this last month and this ring of union what all has come up for you and would love to hear from you if you want to reach out on social media on Facebook or Instagram Madeline Elizabeth Love bless you have a wonderful day